Welcome back and happy Tuesday. I'm Liana. And I'm Rosalyn. And today we are going to be chatting about traveling and what it means to be a specific type of traveler. Yeah, and today we also have a special guest. We have Daniel, who is our franchise social media coordinator. Hello, yes, that's correct. Daniel, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I just started last week as the franchise social media coordinator, and before that, I worked for a sales consulting company in Dublin, and then before that, I was actually in sales, so a lot of sales background and experience for myself. That's awesome. How are you liking it so far? I am loving it. The people are great, and the company and the mission are even better. And you get to do fun stuff like our podcast. Exactly. And only my second week, which is even better. Amazing, amazing. Um, Rosalind, so I think, do you want to jump right in, or? Yeah, so I actually have a quiz. uh, Okay. Yeah, that I think will be super fun for you to take. It's called, What Type of Traveler Are You? from Matador Network. So are you ready to get started? I'm so ready. (laughs) Okay, if you could travel to any place in the world, where would you go? A big city with lots of lights, museums and shopping, a cabin in the woods surrounded by mountains, somewhere far, far away from home, or somewhere warm on a beach. Ooh. Hmm. That's tricky. Anywhere in the world. Um, I would probably go with beach. Considering we live in Ohio and warm weather is very scarce, I'm going to have to go beach as well. Who is your favorite travel companion? I like to travel alone, my friends, my family, or the people I meet on my travels? Ooh, friends, easily. I would say people I meet on my travels. How long was your last trip? Three to four weeks, just a weekend, one to two weeks, or two months or longer? My last trip was a work trip, and it was like just a couple days. So we'll just go with just the weekend. I would say probably a weekend trip. How long in advance did you plan your last trip? Five to eight months, 12 months or more, two weeks or less, or two months? Very specific. Uh, Yeah. It depends. I mean, I travel all the time for work, right? So I guess that's not a vacation, though. So vacation-wise, let's go, like, two months. Yeah, I'm a poor planner in all aspects, except (laughs) for vacations. So I think it was five to eight months out. Oh, wow. How much luggage did you take with you on your last trip? Two suitcases or more, one suitcase, just hand luggage, or one backpack? Oh, two suitcases and more. I try to pack light. I do a carry-on and then one check bag always. Hey, I'm definitely like a backpack person. Yeah. Like ideally I travel with a backpack with like a handful of things in it. Nope. Okay, how do you like getting to your destination? By rental car, by foot, or hitchhiking, by bus or train, or by plane? Plane. Public transportation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where do you usually sleep? The airport, train station, or bus stop? a hostel dorm, at a campsite, I go couch surfing, or in a nice hotel room. At a Red Roof Inn. (laughs) Nice little plug there. (laughs) What activities do you like to do when you're on vacation? Exploring the unknown, sightseeing, museums, theater, etc. Swimming, tanning, and relaxing, or rock climbing, rafting, surfing, and more. Probably swimming, tanning, and relaxing. (laughs) That's like my ideal vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sightseeing in museums. When you get home from your trip, what's the first thing you do? Take a shower, sleep, and unpack your suitcase, print the photos you took and make a collage, phone your family and friends to tell them all about your adventure, or plan your next trip. Okay, well, I, okay, so I take a shower and I go to sleep, but I do not unpack for weeks. So I'm going to go, I'm just going to go with that one, though. Okay. I feel like that was two out of the three. Yeah, two out of the three. Majority win. It's fine. 
I also don't unpack for weeks, maybe months, but I will say I like to plan my trips while I'm still on a trip. So Liana, you are the planner. What's the best way to get from the airport to the hotel? Where are the next tourist stops? Where's the nearest restaurant? You know it all. Your vacation is important to you, which is why you like to have everything planned out in advance. You seek relaxation, simplicity, and a chance to spend some calm time with family and friends. You try to avoid anything that could get in the way of your worry-free and secure vacation, even if that means missing out on spontaneous local events. So Daniel, you're the adventurer. Planning? No, you're a free spirit, always up for the next adventure. You have a lot of energy and want to see and do everything. Young or young at heart, you travel for the thrill. The more exotic, the better. Yeah, do you guys think they're accurate or is there anything that you would like add or change about yours? So I, like I mentioned, don't like planning in general, but for vacations, I like to plan because I get stressed out, but I would call myself an adventurer, so I'm kind of conflicted. I was kind of surprised you said that your favorite people were the people you meet on your travels. Have you ever met like an interesting character or anything? Yeah, um, I was on a cruise and I latched on to a guy who was ironically from Warren, Ohio. <laughs> and we didn't have cell phone service on the boat, so we just knew where to meet every day and we would just get started. And it was a great friendship, but I haven't talked to him since. So. <laughs> it was one of those vacation friendships that ends on that, yeah. Right, exactly, yeah. It's like a friendship fling. Yeah. <laughs> but I love those, like when you sit next to a stranger, like on a long flight or like in a train or whatever, you know, and then you like, I've had people tell me their life story. Like, mm-hmm like a confessional borderline like I've had women tell me things I can't hear and just like these long long stories about how they don't like their son's wives or like whatever a wife a wife but yeah. I don't know it's very See, weird yeah I'm probably the person that would be giving you a whole diatribe on my life and you say I'm I didn't ask for any of that no but it's like fun <laughs> because you get to be like the like someone's asking your advice they're borderline one confiding in you and just like using you as a personal vent and then sometimes they're like okay like you have no idea who I am like what do you think I should do and I think that's so fascinating and then you literally get off the flight and you're like I'm never gonna see you again Right, and then every now and then you just want them to be quiet so you can read your book. Yeah, I will just put my headphones in. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. So yeah. I've traveled with Liana before, and Liana is the type of person that will, like, entertain if someone, like, sits next to her on the plane and, like, wants to tell her, like, a story or something. She'll be really interested, ask them a few, like, questions, kind of get more info. I'm not that person. I'm, like, headphones are in. I don't see you. I don't hear you. I'm looking out of the window to avoid talking to you. But, so, like, can you sleep on a plane? Yes. So half of our coworkers can't. And I found that out recently, like, while traveling with them. Like, I, okay, great, yeah. Part of me is, like, the social person. I like to talk to different, I like to meet people, whatever. But if I, like, get on the plane and I'm traveling with someone I know, instantly I'm out. Like, (laughs) earphones in, I'm out before we, like, usually take off or, like, right when we take off. And then I'm out until we land. Like, and it's a real blessing. Yeah, I've seen you, like, pass out on the plane and then hit a really hard bump or something in the air, and you'll, like, wake up, get a little bit upset because you were woken up, and then just go (laughs) right back out. (laughs) What? What trip was that? Was it New York? (laughs) I think it was New York. And I did that? Yeah, because I was like, wow, wow, she's really going back to sleep. She's, there she goes. (laughs) There she goes. really like clockwork. Did you fall asleep on that plane? Um, I don't know. I go back and forth. So I can fall asleep on planes, but I feel like flights are always at a weird time for me where I know I'm going to have to be somewhere anywhere, so I try not to fall asleep. So I usually, like, either bring a book and I'm reading or I'm just listening to music or something. I don't think I – I'm not a reader on a flight. 
speaking of traveling with coworkers, I remember one time in particular, um, we have one coworker who the first time I met her was at the airport and we were going to Chicago for a work trip. So I'd never met her before. And like, you know, whenever you travel with someone for the first time, you kind of have to feel out what kind of traveler they are because you don't want to like do anything to annoy them and you're going to kind of stuck in like small quarters for a while. So you don't want to, you, you know, don't want to annoy them, but you don't want to like neglect them. Either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a very fine line. And so I'd never met her before. I had no idea like even her personality or anything. And so we get on the plane. Wait, wait, wait. How did you find each other though? Because you had <laughs> never met, right? So... Yeah, so we had never met. Um, I was at the airport. She had stopped by the office first and then came to the airport. And she had looked me up on LinkedIn and matched, mm. and matched my face to my LinkedIn picture, which was funny because I had gotten a haircut right before then. So I didn't even look the same. But I remember when we were on the plane. And so she definitely is the type of person she can fall asleep on a plane. And so I remembered she had one in water. She was like, oh, like, you know, whenever they come through, like, I, like I'm, remind me to get a cup of water. And I was like, okay. She falls asleep and the flight attendant comes over and is, you know, asks us if we want anything. And I look at her and she's asleep. And I was like, oh, like, you know, do you want anything? And I like kind of nudged her awake. And so she's like, oh, can I get a glass of water? And they're like, yeah, sure. And they walk away and she goes back to sleep. And so they come back and she's asleep and they hand me her water. And I'm like, okay, now I have her water. And so I put her tray table down and I put the water on it. <laughs> and, like, mind you, this is a trip, like, it's Chicago. So it's not a long flight. It's like maybe like an hour and a half. Yeah. Like, if that. If that, yeah. Yeah. And so we're on the plane. She is asleep the whole plane. And there's um, there was, like, a bunch of turbulence. So we started, like, shaking and stuff. And I'm, like, terrified oh, no. the whole time this water is going to spill on her. And so I'm spending the whole flight just watching this one <laughs> cup of water. Like, I'm like, I do not want her to think I'm just letting this water just spill on her. So the whole flight this is happening, I'm just stressed out because I'm also an anxious traveler. So I'm just stressed out this water falling on her. And then finally, like, the pilot gets on the, the intercom. Like, okay, like, we're about to descend. Yeah, so, like, table. yeah, like, lift your tray table. So she wakes up and then here's that announcement and she goes to drink the cup of water and immediately spills all of it all over everything and I was just like Oh, no. I was like, oh, my gosh. I spent this whole flight worried about this one cup of water. And she immediately spilled the entire cup. Speaking of, like, you being an anxious traveler, does that, cor like, how does that correlate into, like, your travel plans? Like, are you somebody who has to arrive at the airport, like, three hours beforehand or... Yeah, so before I started this job, I didn't travel too much. Like, I would fly back and forth from school, but that's, like, you know, a handful of times a year, if that. Um, but that's and, also, like, you went to school in New York, so you flew out of, like, some major airports. Yeah, so was, yeah, so I got some, like, flight experience from that, but I was definitely, like, I was the type, I'd get there before the flight, before my flight took <laughs> off. But after starting here and, like, traveling a lot more, I've definitely, like, cut that down to, like, an hour, 45 minutes, like. I was gonna say. Yeah. If that I, depends, too, on, like, your airport. Like, Columbus, yeah. you, you can get away with that. Right, like, you could get there 30 minutes or Right, and you're yeah. fine. And you'll be fine. But I will say, even when I would get to the, the airport soon, early like I'd pack the day of I've never been the type of person to like pack well in advance make a list if my flights at 2 I'll be packing at like 11 a.m. see you know? I'm not a pack day of kind of person but I will pack like overnight does that make sense if I'm taking like a 6 a.m. flight like I'm packing until 1 a.m. that's in the morning. yeah okay. I've literally had like Wrong 7 a.m. flights have to be at the airport by like 4 30 yep. and I'm packing at midnight yep 100%. No matter how prepared I am with the packing, I always feel like I'm not prepared and I didn't pack something. Like I always yeah. have anxiety that, oh, I left this, I left that, when most yeah. of the time I could just probably pick it up at the store when I get there. <laughs> that's what I, that's like honestly giving me the most calm. It's like no matter what, I can probably pick it up at the store. As long as it's not like my house keys, my car keys, or my like computer, I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. But I do have every single time I go to the airport, I don't know how I do this because you would think I would have learned after like all these different trips. Whenever I go to check a bag, I pull out my ID, 
and then get my boarding pass and I forget to put my ID back where it was. And then whenever I go through to security, I always think I lost my ID. Mm. Every single time. I've, yeah, that happened on our trip to New York. Yeah, it's literally every <laughs> single time. And Chicago. <laughs> See, I like um, I like sort of blackout between like checking in and then like getting to my gate. So, I yeah. Because the amount of times that you like take out your ID to like, yeah. right, like you said. So like I'll take it out when I check in and then I'll take it out when I go to TSA. Same thing with my like boarding pass. Um, it obviously very much depends too on what type of like what time of day I'm traveling like if it's super early and I'm half asleep I will 100% turn my stuff inside out because I have no recollection of (laughs) two seconds prior to where I put it yeah like it's so bad that's what I like finally like just transitioned to being like a boarding pass on my phone type person because before that I would like even if I had it on my phone I'd still print it out recently yeah like this is like within the last couple months I've transitioned to being like okay I'll just use my phone boarding pass she would legit just like give it she would just give it to the gate agent and just keep walking yeah (laughs) like she's like wouldn't even take it back like she's like here you go I'm like oh because it takes so long because I used to get I would go crazy when people would get their uh, boarding passes on their phone and then they would take forever to scan it and you have to like turn up the brightness and I just never wanted to be that person so I'd get the printed boarding pass and I wouldn't even let them stop me I really would just hand it and just Just keep keep walking they'd be like ma'am we need to scan this I was like it'll go through it's like, fine. Yo, she 100% did that. Yeah. I was, like, shocked. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, like, turned into a different person when I Welcome travel. to the digital age. Yeah. I don't know. I think humanity is really tested during travel. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> I think it's... Yeah, um, I was going to say, airports and Black Friday shopping are, like, the yeah. two... The inner monster comes out. Yeah. Um, how do you dress when you travel? Oh, laid back. Laid well, back. I have, like... Sorry, I have two. I either have... I'm, like really like business almost business formal like makeup done hair done everything or i'm like like heels though like yeah heels wow. the whole yeah whole nine yards or i'm in sweats yeah if i'm traveling <laughs> for business i like to look very profesh but if i'm traveling casually or for you know leisure i just basically put on shorts and a t-shirt no matter yeah. the weather well i always told myself i would never be that person who wore heels and skirts and dresses and like very like business professional mm-hmm. I told myself I would never be that person and then I had a job that mm-hmm. I had to do that and it wasn't that bad and I, I did feel like it, you feel a lot different when you're walking mm-hmm. to an airport and you're dressed like that but I think I'm definitely like I'm sure you probably know this that I'm definitely the type of person that I even when I'm like traveling for personal stuff sometimes I'll just like dress nicer just because I you feel good yeah it just feels good nice. feel good yeah but if I have one like an early flight, like before eight a.m., I'm probably in sweatpants unless okay. I have a meeting when yeah, I land. Yeah, yeah, no, one hundred percent. Are you an aisle or a window? Oh, window, hundred percent. Mm, aisle. Oh, really? I find that yeah. very weird. I don't understand aisle. I, I'm not Why? on board with it. Yeah. I know a lot. Of, like a lot of our coworkers are also aisle. Yeah. I don't know. I think because like I think the appeal is that. You're not as confined, obviously, as, like, window. You have more space. But um, you can't have your foot out in the aisle. You're going to get it ran over or you're going to get yelled at by the flight attendant or something. You can have it out, but, yes, you will get reprimanded for it. (laughs) But it's worth it. It's liberating when when you're able to spread your legs like that. I guess. I don't know. And it's easy. You can just get out to go to the bathroom quick. You're the first person to ask for your drink. So you Mm -hmm. get your drink food first and your peanuts. It's great. I, like, will do everything in my power to not get up on a flight. Luckily, we travel a lot to, like, places that are not super far, so yeah. they're quick flights. But I try my very hardest to not use a restroom. Yeah, I really don't. like. I mean, even, like, I've had, like, flights, like, San Diego and stuff, and I still didn't. 
Like, yeah, I was like, like I'm just no, wait till I, I land. Yeah. I was like, I should have gone before. I, this is me learning my lesson. Yeah. <laughs> Will you get like meals at the airport or do you just snack? Um, oh, I get, I mean, if I'm traveling for work, I'll, like, I get meals if I, you know, if it's during, like, a, a meal time, but, um, yeah, it depends on where I'm flying. Like, if I'm flying to, like, a city where it's, like, I know they're gonna have some good food there, then I'll, like, hold off and be, like, okay, let me, like, get a real dinner when I, you know, get to my hotel, but. Okay, but, like, oh, okay, so for d- a different type of travel, different type of transportation, so if mm-hmm. you're, like, on a long car ride, like, mm-hmm. a, a road trip, will you stop for a meal, or are you, like, Nope. Pick up a bag of chips and keep going. Uh, like I'll stop for fast food. I'm like not gonna stop and get out of the car. Like I'm super. If I'm on a long car trip, I just want to get where I'm going. I'm like um super hardcore. Like no stops outside of getting gas. Yeah. So if you want food, mm. you're eating gas station food. If you need to use the restroom, you're using it at the gas station. It's yeah. Hey, it goes even for my dog. Like my dog <laughs> knows. Like we stop only for gas. So yeah, you gotta hold it. Figure it out. Yeah. He has. We've done the drive back home plenty of times, and he is very good about it. I mean, I try to, like, tee it up, so, like, I'll feed him super late mm-hmm. the night before and then take him out right before you leave. we go. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, we don't we don't stop. No exception. In my head, for some reason, driving 12 hours makes more sense than doing a four- to five-hour trip, with including, like, a layover. That's very Midwestern it. of you, considering you're not from the Midwest originally. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'm just, uh, that's me being really considerate, <laughs> honestly. I just don't, I would be too stressed out about bothering people with him on the flight. I don't think he would do well, if I'm being honest, and I don't think he would do well in an airport. Yeah, and you'd have to pack so much extra stuff. Like, that's just a whole nother, it's literally yeah. like packing for another person. But Well, and that's why it's easier to drive, because it's like, I just have his crate in the car, I have a whole bag of food, like, it doesn't... Mm-hmm. I don't need to pack a whole separate, you know what I mean? Like, I can pack a whole separate bag without having to worry about checking it or something. Yeah. Is he good in the car? He's actually really good in the car. The only issue that I have with him is he's such a lap dog mm. um, that he has to be in my lap. And he's not as small as he needs to be. Like, he's still a small dog, but he's still, like, 15 pounds. Like, it's enough to def- definitely be hazardous while driving. Um, I do a long stint in New York, and with how strict New York is with everything, I get really, really nervous. So, like, I refuse to let him sit on my lap mm-hmm. in New York. I feel like it's probably illegal. <laughs> right? I mean, I I, maybe yeah. not illegal, but, like, for sure frowned upon. So Yeah. Well, I think that's just... In, in general, driving, yeah, probably like having <laughs> yeah. a live creature sit on your lap. I'm sure is probably very frowned upon. Um, but he he usually does pretty well. He did a lot better as a puppy than he does now. But yeah, now he knows what he can get away with. Right. Yeah. All my fault. Hundred percent. I'm trying to think of there. There's like so many other types of like travel. I would say like I like me personally. I would say I'm definitely more of like a leap leisure but like like a warm destination like a beach destination over like the city hustle and bustle I don't know like I I'd like to think that I'm more of a tropical one because I'm always you know I always want to go to beaches but I always end up going to a city instead I don't know if it's just because they're more accessible like from where we are since we're kind of you know so far north but yeah I want to go to a beach (laughs) I'm really just about anything that's not skiing or somewhere cold yeah i don't I'm, i don't understand that as a concept i if i'm vacationing i don't want to be cold right like i can be cold at home 
so. For free. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right now, I guess it's like 100 outside, so I can also be hot here for free. Right. So I want to go somewhere with like very normal, mild, like just comfortable temperatures, like where it's always spring. <laughs> so okay. San Francisco? Yeah, literally that's perfect. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, Have you ever been international? No. Well, really? I went to Niagara Falls one time, but I don't know if that counted. Oh, that counts. Yeah. It was yeah, the Canadian side. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So international light. But no, I've never been to like Mexico. I've never been to like another continent. Okay. So I think that about wraps it up for today. Uh, thanks, Daniel, for joining us. Did you have a good time? Yes, I did. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Hopefully you'll be on again soon. If you want to hear more, you can follow us on social at Red Roof Inn or visit our website, redroof.com. Thank you so much, you guys, and we'll catch you next time. Have a great day and safe travels. Thank you so much, you guys, for tuning in. We'll catch you next time on the Red Roof Podcast. Everyone have a wonderful week and safe travels.